You're so pretty today. Yo, you, you let me into your home oh, to yes, record this. Yes, this is very exciting. We got a, a special episode, our second in-person episode. Second, number two. Which is wild. We think we would have done this more often. But, you know, we, we're adults. Time gets ahead of us. And Zoom is just so convenient. Exactly. Even though, like... We, well, well, I was about to make it hot because no, I was making it hot. We don't pay for Zoom. We use, oh yeah, no. we use free Zoom, and it cuts us off every forty minutes. Yeah, no, um, we. Uh, it's always an embarrassing, uh, yeah. always an embarrassing thing when we gotta <laughs> get like thirty-five minutes through an episode, and then we're like, all right, should we jump to the next one? I, I think. What worries me more is like they see the timer pop up for them too. Oh yeah! But I always love it because the guests don't say anything. Because like if no. I saw it, I'm like, huh? What's that? Like, right. <laughs> uh, guys, <laughs> I think there's a problem here. <laughs> you should take a look at this. For uh, uh, Alex and Koku, episode forty-two, yes, as sir. we just confirmed. <laughs> we never know. Also, what episode it is yeah. so uh we always got to check beforehand or confirm while we're recording <laughs> but this time we uh we looked ahead we got it we got it which point in 42 is a monumental number it what, is what, what um ball player is 42 do you know any ball player that's 42 uh why do i want to say hank aaron hank aaron shout but out. Th- that could be wrong shout so out hank aaron. i hope it is i hope it is uh, hey shout out 24 too no uh oh. actually is it Jackie Robinson? Oh, Jackie Robinson might be forty-two. Hey, I feel like that's fitting. Yeah, shout out Jackie Robinson. Hey, we we're, in here. We also are breaking barriers. Damn, I heard. Um, you hear the rumor Babe Ruth was Dominican? Yeah, <laughs> he's a person of color. <laughs> Yo, Babe Ruth, come on the podcast. Yo, ally, ally. <laughs> Yo, shout out, shout out Babe Ruth. I feel like Babe. Is like a yeah. That's got to be like a like a black name. That's for sure. Hey, babe. Yeah. I don't know. That I don't was, know. That <laughs> cancel again. Fuck. <laughs> Immediately canceled. <laughs> what is not even ten minutes in? Oh. Um. But shout out um, baseball. You remember um, Eddie's million dollar cookoff? Yeah. 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 Oof. Who was uh? Who was the the main actor? In that? that was Orlando Brown. Yeah. yeah, I just saw a video of him <laughs> on Twitter the other day where he was speaking up for trans rights. Oh, shoot. And it was uh, a twist. Yeah. Like, I mean, I I know little of his uh, <laughs> political leanings. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the, you know, of course, the clips we've seen over the years. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that was uh, <laughs> that was nice. But. Okay, trans rights. We love it. We love to see it. We're yeah, here for it. shout out. Ally. Shout out, shout out trans people. Um, so, Alex and Koku Podcast, episode 42. Um, it's been a minute since you recorded. Yes. Probably probably about a month with our monthly schedule, so that lines up. Yep. So, within that couple of months or a couple of weeks, what have you been listening to, Alex? Ooh, let me pull up the old, yeah. the old Spotify. Um it's hard to keep track when you're just listening. I know. I know. You know. Uh, but <clears throat> yesterday, uh, I was listening to what I thought was a new Damo Genesis and Alchemist album. Because mm-hmm. it popped up on my Spotify. You know how they'll do like the new release or whatever. Mm-hmm. And 
I was like, yo, what? Like, I'd been bumping the Larry June Alchemist yeah. album. And I was like, all right, Alchemist is really... Yeah, I'm a roll. Like, he's putting in that work, <laughs> which, like, he does. Yeah. And so I saw this No Idols project come up, and then I'm listening through it, and you've got this, like, Elimination Chamber track with Earl and Vince and mm-hmm. Action Bronson, and Freddie Gibbs is on there. You got a few other tracks with Earl on them. And then there's like this Tyler song uh, near the end of the project where it's like very much just like old, like just felt like like old, like our future flow. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, this is crazy. He's like he really, yeah, <laughs> this is nuts. And uh, so I had like tweeted about it and I was like, yo, this got like that, that blog era feel. Uh, because like the new like blog era podcast like also just mm-hmm. dropped. So I'd been like checking that out and then this dude that i went to high school with shout out ross he had uh he had replied to my tweet and he was like yeah you would be exactly right in saying that it has that blog era feel because this was released during the blog era so uh yeah i was uh my ears did not mistake me Mm -hmm. more so spotify led me astray i was bamboozled um but yeah been uh i was bumping that yesterday which was really uh really a fun listen new currency album with jermaine dupri uh from motivational use only is really dope um and then we i mean we're probably going to talk about it on this episode so i won't say much but the new uh daniel caesar oh yeah 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 Just, just in case just anybody in case. was listening, the black community was listening. Exactly. Yeah, we gonna, oh, we, gonna, we gonna have to circle back on that. Yeah, but uh, Koku, what have you been listening to? Um, very excited for that new Kaytramine. So I've been bumping that Forever track, which is super dope. Uh, I love it. Um, I think that's gonna be one of the songs of the summer. Not to be as um, cliche as um, every other person who listens to that oh, yeah. song says, but it's it's really good. And hopefully the rest of the album is fire too. For sure. Um, then there was so, another album that dropped recently. I can't remember. Um, might have just been that Larry June Alchemist that I've been I've been Yeah. Yeah. Um, those, those LLC bars, bro. LLC, straight up. This man <laughs> is talking about his daily routine. He's bro. like, yo. Set my socks to the cleanest. Had to get it set pressed. I'm like, okay. Out in Malibu talking to Brown about real estate. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all sure, right. Yeah, yeah. There was another one on there. Uh, they got AI that could turn you into AI. <laughs> <laughs> which, <laughs> that's fire. It's true, man. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Um, Princess Diana with Nicki Minaj. Oh, yes. You know, yes. Queen, our also, princess. There's also the Kill Bill remix. With, oh, uh, Doja. Doja. That was fire as well. Um, Doja said she's going to be back in a rapping bag, too. Um, which I feel like, you know, coming off that verse, it might be trouble. It might be trouble for a lot yeah, of these rappers out here. I mean, Doja can, she can spit. She can get her bars she off. She can spit. She's definitely been poppy, but um, I, I feel like if she, to compare to someone, I feel like she could spit like how Tyler levels of rap. Like, oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like just coming off of that verse, like, and I'm not too familiar with her pure bars because a lot of stuff I heard is more of her pop stuff. But right, coming off that verse, pure bars, 
Tyler, Tyler, like nah, Tyler she got it, she got it. Um, yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure throughout this episode I might think or remember other tracks or other albums I listen to, but that's what I got for now. That's yeah, what yeah, I yeah. Got for now, well, where should we begin? We got a lot to cover. I think probably over the course of this episode, uh, we'll get into a few things, including Coachella. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Which we're on the second weekend Ooh. of that right now um first weekend was last weekend at the time of recording this and then we mentioned that daniel caesar album mm-hmm. you mentioned ai and i kind of want to talk about oh yeah ai um drake and weekend track yeah, yeah yeah and that drake track in general yes 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 i uh i have not heard it but Same. there is a lot of there's a lot of ai stuff Let's start there. Yeah. Let's, let's start there. <laughs> Larry Jude. If you can come in and <laughs> exactly. have a today. AI. Just, <laughs> AI Larry Jude. Turn me into AI. <laughs> Yo. But, um, yeah, I, well, first of all, I'll talk about Search and Rescue. Okay. I didn't listen to it, but I heard he was saying mommy on it a lot oh, for no. some reason. Like, and like, <sighs> this is, this is why I say, and I was talking to Vic about this recently. And he says, you just hate Drake. I was like, I don't hate Drake. I hate what he's become. Yes. Because right now, Drake is, what, 39, 40? Yeah. He's like, save me from the club, mommy. Yeah. Well, there was that... uh, (laughs) The picture? The picture. The one with the jacket. Have you seen that one? There was two two versions now. It was the one that has like... Hard problem, harder yes, dick or something. Yes, 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 then yes, he has yes. A, Did you see the other one? Maybe. Where he has a Viagra on the back. Oh, my of God. Brother, grow up. Viagra leather jacket. Yo. So I have not, I haven't heard this new Drake track. Mm-hmm. I saw that it drops. I've been doing fairly well <laughs> at, uh, you know, of Drake with we- weeding myself <laughs> off of Drake, off of Aubrey. Mm-hmm. Uh and of course, I mean, he just is so much within the internet that it can't help but break through sure. onto my feed at For any sure. point. So, yeah, I saw that photo with the jacket and I just, I, it's wild. I just, it's wild. Yeah, it's like it's not wild. seeing somebody like, because I'm like, I feel like he goes through just multiple like midlife crises mm-hmm. like a month just like mm-hmm. different stages of him. And I don't know which stage we're on now. <laughs> but it is troubling to say the least. <laughs> very very much so. Um cuz it's pretty like representative of the music he makes. So yes. to to see what's to come it's it's scary. Yeah, he's on. He's one on tour. Um, so yes, we'll see how much. Oh my! You know how Andre wore those jumpsuits with like oh. political statements. Oh my god! And this is what Drake <laughs> is doing, <laughs> but with penis references. Bro, he's about to have like a hologram, like Aaliyah. Oh no! It's gonna be no. Don't do that. It's to gonna her. be bad. Don't do that. To it's her. gonna be bad. I'm not uh yeah, if anybody goes to the show, 
hit us up and we'll have you on to talk about it because I need to hear. We got a friend of a podcast that's that. going. I don't want to reveal their name, but we <laughs> got a we that. got a friend of a podcast that's going, and um, we can ask them about it. Yes, <laughs> yes. anonymity anonymity will remain yeah um there so we'll put the deep voice filter on it <laughs> like a documentary <laughs> um but yeah then the ai track yes was another interesting thing so i i think doing a little research in my research i mean a 10 second google um it's not really ai um it's completely produced by uh, this ghostwriter guy okay completely written by him the only thing that's ai is like the voice change so i think they either sound enough like drake or found someone that f- sounds enough like drake right right right. then put like filters on it to make it sound yeah. pretty much the same like the yeah yeah the whole t-pain yeah exactly exactly type of thing but um i didn't listen to that track either but it is alarming to, to know. But I feel like people have done that for years now. Yeah. Like there's a whole a yeah. Twitter account with like Jay-Z. I mean, right. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Like Jay-Z rapping, like rapping the Ice Spice verses. <laughs> and the one that I saw or that my uh, my friend Max sent me mm-hmm. was, uh, it was Dr- AI Drake, as they say, like uh, <laughs> singing Bubbly by Kobe Calais. <laughs> What song is that? It was like, will you count me in? We'll have to drop it in. I'll 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 send you the link. Uh, Because it is like, but there's like a bunch of them. I mean, there's like, I've seen like a bunch of Kanye ones. Uh, Hello Kanye ones, which is weird. I felt like we all kind of (laughs) decided to. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It feels like a lot of them tend to be in like the, like Drake, Kanye kind of sphere yeah playboy cardi yeah playboy cardi i feel like <laughs> you I ain't never seen the baby <laughs> <laughs> yeah yo yo no one's checking for the baby ai singing much <laughs> yo yeah i it's just like a it's a weird time mm-hmm. and a lot of it is like i mean of course driven by like tiktok mm-hmm. and, uh and i feel like there's a lot of like i've been seeing a lot of stuff lately about like why does it seem like they're like just like playing off of like black art and like yeah, rap for sure. and like why is that the kind of place where they tend to go with this? Mm-hmm. Like you're not seeing a whole lot of like Tim McGraw, yeah, yeah. Tim McGraw AI, like <laughs> Blink One Eighty Two or something they, like that. Like they're missing it. Like if they're yeah. making a bag off of it, they're missing it. Right? They want to make rap and black people the butt of the joke. Yes, um, which is something I. Didn't really realize till now. Yeah. Um, until you mentioned mentioned it. And there's like some of it too, right? I'm like, I get like rap is the mm-hmm. like the genre mm-hmm. now. Like it is the popular, like most accessible mm-hmm. genre for a lot of people. But yeah, there definitely is like a uh you know, there is that element of how race plays into it yeah and you know white supremacy and all that that is just like yeah it's just interesting interesting to see like yeah. i'm curious to see if you know like how it impacts uh the music industry and like what artists put mm-hmm. out because like 
I mean, we talked about it a little bit ago, but you got like artists who are putting out, you know, sped up tracks as part of their catalog mm-hmm. or slowed down tracks as part of it because of, you know, the edits people were making on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, we're only going to see more of these like AI generated type tracks. And so I don't know how that impacts like, do artists start, you know, making like dubbed over versions, yeah, yeah. like covers of some of these songs just to be able to, you know, play off of, you know, the plays that mm-hmm. some of these kinds of tracks we get. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Very interesting. And like, I mean, and it bleeds outside of music too. I know there's a lot of AI, like <laughs> it's, it's, the fact that we live in reality that I can say this, <laughs> Joe Biden Yes. Barack Obama, Donald Trump playing yes. Fortnite. Yes. Just, yeah. Oh my it's, God. Yes. It's yes, yes. wild. Yeah. And, and like, just having them say the wildest so, shit. So, so <laughs> There was one, it was, it was Joe Biden. It was the, the past three presidents. Um, Drake and Ice Spice playing Minecraft. And and Drake and Ice Spice were dating. It was weird. Sick people, bro. It's sick. Some people make these. Some people edit it. But the, the the extent of AI or AI voice generation, because um, I do think AI is kind of getting like a loose term, um, but like just this like modulated voice filters and all of this stuff is, is, is weird. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, and going back to what you said, going back to music, like I, 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 I feel like this is an extreme, but we have to talk about extremities at times. Like, is this could there be AI blackface like could white producers and white yeah, people yeah. create what they want say what they want through this AI right. moniker well because I I remember when they did it was probably like a few months back but there was a whole talk of like the you know like I don't know if it was like an AI like Ooh, rapper yeah like the persona label. thing yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah the like this label had created or whatever mm-hmm. and of course it was just like some white dude mm-hmm. on like the, the other side of it yeah. who was like, uh, you know, kind of the main person on it. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yeah, there's, uh, there is definitely more opportunity for that. Cause like, even, I mean, if I'm like scrolling through like Twitter every now and then, like, I feel like I'll see, you know, a number of accounts that either in like the stand space mm-hmm. or, you know, that, their profile picture yeah. isn't like of them, but then you see the way that they're typing and they're like, you know, using the N word and stuff like that. And it's like, I don't know if you're actually black. Like, I guess I have to assume yeah, so. Because you use it with confidence. Yeah, confidence but like, I don't know. I have no clue. There's no photo evidence of like who you are as a person. Your name isn't your name. <laughs> So, I think rule of thumb is if they have, unfortunately, if they have an anime picture yeah. that's their profile, they're not black. <laughs> Unless it's like a black anime. If it's Piccolo, um, this dude from Fire Force, or like um, like uh, 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 someone from Hunter Hunter, um, like they're yeah. not, or Yu Yu Hakusho, like because black people love, if it's none of those characters, well, they're white. Because I feel like sometimes it's like, they're like stan accounts, and mm. so they'll have like, you know, whoever they're standing as like their profile picture. And it's like, well, yeah, I mean, (laughs) like, yeah, it could be a barb or whatever. And it's like, well, you like Nikki has a lot of like white gay fans. Like, I don't know. 
it's just like a weird the internet is weird right now they just like i mean on the subject like twitter just uh you know twitter just moved the um what was it they like got rid of the like blue check marks for like legacy verified Mm -hmm. accounts and so like my feed just looks like vastly different right now because it's not like i have like a bunch of check marks in my feed now it's like famous people or like musicians or journalists that i follow who like are just they look casual like me now (laughs) and i mean it never of course like check mark was always like a status thing Mm -hmm. but there is a level of like oh you can kind of verify like who is the authentic person you know which is uh we're getting feels like we're moving away from that more and more which is making the internet just like a very like weird place right now yeah i mean so so it's been a weird place but I, i think like authenticity is being i don't know there's still motherfuckers that get tricked by random accounts so totally but uh, yeah yeah it's Tw- like twitter is going is a hellhole it's now. like we it's uh what would i say like there was a level of weirdness that i felt like we felt like controlled for a while like you could kind of just be like all right like i know weird stuff is happening <laughs> but for the most part like <laughs> You know, like if you've been online for a little while, like yeah. you have a certain level of literacy to be you able to like navigate around uh-huh. it. Whereas like now it's like, oh, you got to be, yeah, you has got to be like extra on a swivel. Yeah, 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 for which sure. Which is just, yeah. Oh man, I'm, it's slightly random, but I remember it might have been a year or two ago, I, I mentioned like there's the guy who's doing these Jay-Z impressions. Um, I, I think it's called like Jay-Z Takes. Or something, but he drops these voice memos on Twitter, and my friend Dalen, shout out to the homie Dalen, um, he was sending to me, and it was this one where he was singing. <laughs> you remember Xenon? Um, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was singing the, the zoom, zoom zoom zoom, boom boom, Jay Z's voice, and it's so it's, it's not AI, it's just this man yes. who sounds like Jay Z, yes. and it's so funny. Oh, like that's that's what. That's what we need. That's all we need from the internet. Like there's there's wealth of information. That's great. There's music. There's communication. Right. But like at like at a base level, like you get on the internet to be silly, and that's uh-huh. and like we don't want any anything yeah. else. Anything else other than that. I mean, this is like kind of like older reference, but like Uh-oh. back when uh like Jay Farrow on mm-hmm. SNL was like doing like, I feel like there was always some video of him yeah. going viral, like doing an impersonation of like Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Like Eddie Murphy mm-hmm. or something like that. But it's like, yeah, I mean, it's not like stuff hasn't been happening like this, but yeah, it's just like, just keep the internet silly. Like, yeah, not doing too much. I'm on, I'm on here trying to relax, mm-hmm. you know, Take some memes. Yeah, y'all talking about crypto. Yeah, like come on, yo. AI. Yeah, breathe. Virtual technology. Breathe. Be just easy. breathe. Be easy, bro. Trying to do too much. Yo, just go on Club Penguin. Call the day. <laughs> Neopets. Neopets. Yo, let's uh, let's 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 stress it up a little <sighs> bit. Let's talk about Daniel Caesar. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've mentioned him on here before. For sure. For sure. Um, 
I think I'm going to start off by saying that I I never really stopped listening to Daniel Caesar. Me neither. Oh, thank God. <laughs> thank God. Oh, I was talking to someone and they were like, um, I was asking, oh, well, who do you listen to? Like, who's my favorite artist? Yeah. And they mentioned Daniel Caesar. And like, they're like, don't judge me, but Daniel Caesar. I was like, look, Daniel Caesar can sing. He's a coon. Yes. <laughs> yes. But, but he can sing. Like, like you, <sighs> yeah, you're not going to, uh, granted, I'm doing it now, but you're not going <laughs> to, like, I'm not going to be out here, like, posting a bunch of his music online mm-hmm. and, like, oh, yeah. yelling it from the rooftops, mm-hmm. being like, yo, everybody needs to go check out Daniel Caesar, like, mm-hmm. stand Daniel Caesar. But, from my private listening, I do enjoy yeah. to to go back, listen to, you know, Freudian yeah. or like Case I, Study O One. Yeah, I, I enjoyed I, it. I enjoy it. It's great. It's great driving music. Yeah. Great for those nights where you just need to you just mellowed out and mm-hmm. relaxing. So yeah, I mean the new album is uh I enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool. It's nice. It was a smooth listen. Um I think there were some weird parts. I remember um, in a group chat we have of some homies calling JT. JT might have been the first one out of us to listen to it. Then he sends us a song of China Alessandro's oh. called Homosexual. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Now, cut me off guard, not gonna lie. <laughs> it's an all right song. Yeah. Uh, uh, the point of it, it's strange, I guess, your yeah. homies. Yeah. Sexual. I, and, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. But um, I, I, I think Daniel Caesar, I enjoy a lot. I think some of his writing is really, really good. Um, he I, apparently apologized. He apologized I with, with Nadeska. <laughs> yeah. But you got to address it more. I feel like as, as broad of a coverage that kind of got, because that was blasted through the black community oh, yeah. instantly. As oh, soon yeah. as he, he said, cancel me. Yeah. <laughs> I got a text. I got an oh, yeah. email, a text. I got a beeper. This I got yeah, a bird flew in my Amber window. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Amber Alert is wild. <laughs> <laughs> Amber Alert. That's like legit the only Amber Alert people like follow. Oh, for sure. People. So like, um, I, I, and this is another thing that I kind of like debate with, like, how how much should a figure or a, a artist celebrity address it? Like, should Daniel Caesar have to like get on stage after every before every performance? Like, hey, I like black people again, right? right <laughs> or like, right, right. what's the what's the limit? What's the what's the um, peak of it all? Yeah, because I was seeing people be like, you know, cool. <sighs> he apologized or whatever, but like the timing of it. It's yeah. like around the album cycle, yeah. which like, granted, I don't know how many platforms that like between albums or whatever Ooh. that like Daniel Caesar is going on to like talk about stuff. True. Like it felt like for the most part, like he had kind of laid pretty low as far as like putting music out there, like promoting music. Mm-hmm. He was on, uh, what was that? Peaches, mm-hmm. like two three years ago or something like that but really i feel like for the most part like he had kind of laid low which like i'm kind of like i'm with you like i i think the critiques are valid yeah and i think like 
they should be, uh, like, he should have to answer for, uh, you know, like, the defenses he made back then mm-hmm. and why he made them and mm-hmm. why he was, like, capping for white people so hard. <laughs> uh, but also, like, yeah, I... It is one of those where, you know, and I think this comes up with the Coachella conversation. We'll get into this, but like it is a thing of like with the artists that we listen to, we have a we make conscious decisions about who we listen to, why we listen to them. And of course, like with all of this, there is, you know, the system of celebrity Mm -hmm. and capitalism and Mm -hmm. all the different things that come into play with that and so it is never a a perfect there are no perfect artists (laughs) like there are no just as there are no perfect people like everyone is capable of causing harm Mm -hmm. and like sure like they're going to be more extreme examples of this but uh yeah, I mean, I think it is at least at the very base level, just like a call to be like, yeah, aware, conscious. Yeah, yeah. Who are you listening to? Why are you listening to them? For sure. Like, do you have a healthy enough relationship with that artist to still be able to, uh, you know, like be able to critique them, to mm-hmm. be able to uh, say like when they're wrong, uh, because it's bound to happen. Yeah. You know? For sure. And I think Daniel Caesar being as kind of elusive as he is, um, maybe he did address it. I don't know. Like 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 you said, that interview that showed up, it's kind of the first time I heard of it. Um, and apparently an interview, because um, I saw the critique too, like, oh, he's only saying this because <laughs> he's trying to get that album money. He's trying to he's trying to get that um, them streams up. But apparently, like, I didn't watch the whole interview, but Nadeska did ask ask him, like, oh, so what about this and stuff? Right. Um. So that's when he addressed it. So maybe, but he's, I, uh, I don't know. I don't want to give him the benefit. I guess we can give him the benefit of the doubt because like you said too, um, when, what other time does an artist have the chance to go on a platform and speak? Right. Um, unless like it's to an album rollout. Because like it's I, always, it's always intentional yeah it's always intentional if you're putting yourself out there Mm -hmm. there aren't like a whole lot of artists that are just like unless they have a platform themselves yeah and like sure like you know social media like is that platform like you know it is almost as like most times like is viewed as importantly or almost as importantly as like some of these like media platforms and interviews and stuff. So mm-hmm. like, yeah, sure. Like he could have used social media as a way to be able to like apologize. Do you think if he went like on an Instagram live and like did an apology? I don't how, know. How that well, that's fair. I mean, Cause like there's obviously, and there's like degrees to it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like in this situation, like maybe it would have. Yeah. Travis Scott went on Instagram live <laughs> after the like the Astro World stuff like yeah that probably required more than just the like yeah. you getting on a little more nuanced lives, yeah. you know cuz I feel like he just watched a Family Guy episode yeah. like, you know what I should get on live like <laughs> there was no, there was nothing that like really I don't know it was weird man. that's such a weird yeah and that was just like 2 years ago right sheesh right and like, 
Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of festivals, <laughs> Coachella, uh, mostly what we want to talk about this, because uh, I, I don't even know. No, no, before we get into it, let's talk about, so I, w- I want to talk about um, the other acts, which I feel like I got overshadowed quickly. Oh, yeah. But um, there's one artist um, um, I mentioned back an episode we first talked about Coachella 2023 back in January, I think with um, Emmy. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, Jai Paul. Um, oh yeah. He had his first performance, I think in years, maybe his first performance ever. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't streamed, but I saw like a three minute video on YouTube through a blurry, it's 2023. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why camera quality automatically bro, goes down so bad. People out here on, on Boost Mobile on phones, Boost, and, and that's cool if that's you. Yeah. That's cool, but like, sheesh. Like, run it through like a process yeah, or something. Yeah, don't post the recording. Don't post keep the, that for yourself. Keep it by yourself. But I watched the recording, and it was super cool, man. Like, his his show looked really dope. Um, yeah. And shout out to him, because he, he dropped like a, his vinyl of his first project that was leaked, but he finally did the first official drop of like 3,000 copies. So if you're into that, it's out there. Yeah. Um, you can try to cop it for probably a lot of money now. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I feel like I saw the, I saw like a clip from the K Trinata set. Ooh, oh, yes. Doing like the Cuff It remix. The flip. Oh, my yeah. God. That was fire. Uh, I am famously into, uh, white women pop artists oh, so yeah. uh boy genius boy performs uh, i saw a recent clip i think from this weekend the second weekend where phoebe was performing with muna oh. which like that looked really cool i saw a few clips of the from the ethel kane set uh there's like a youtube video from the first weekend of her performing okay. a house in nebraska yeah. that was cool we got so, some good stuff out yeah, here yeah yeah some, some, you know, yeah, lighten it up first. Right. Lighten I feel it like up. Glorilla performed. Hey, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm trying to trying to think who else. I honestly, uh, from what I've heard, like the Black Pink sets were cool. Okay, uh, Bad Bunny performed. You know, there was some like, I, I feel like once you get, uh, there's just so much happening. Yeah, during that particular festival, that I feel like. I'll hear a people performing, and I'm like, oh, I had no clue <laughs> that, like, you were doing that. But, yeah, shout out. <laughs> like, oh, you know Rosa Parks performed. What? <laughs> Yo, I saw a clip. Have you ever heard the, like, the rumor that Whoa. they wanted Julia Roberts to play Rosa Parks no. in a movie? <laughs> no, that can't be real. <laughs> That can't be I'll real. I'll have to post it. I'll post it on uh, Alex and Koku Instagram because, oh of course, goodness. I will. But somebody <laughs> made a somebody made a meme of <laughs> Julia Roberts' face in black and white. Wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. They wanted her to play Harriet Tubman. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> Even I don't know. If that's worse or. <sighs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Honestly, that's hilarious. Yeah. If I was like a if I was like a production company, like see, I would let that pass. <laughs> Yo, sometimes just to see it. Yeah. Just to see the reaction. Like, I like that it's uh vastly different than hold on, what was uh when 
Zoe Zaldana. I don't know if the movie ever ended up getting made, but she was supposed to play like uh, Nina Simone. Oh. And <laughs> I feel like that was like, all right. But I feel like, you know, that one is so extreme. Like Julia Roberts playing Harry You have, you have to see it on screen. Of course, it's you like, have. yes, it's blackface mm-hmm. and all that. But like, come on, guys. But we're we're going to laugh. I would <laughs> I would I wouldn't even wonder like in blackface I would just wonder Julia Roberts play, yeah, playing herself yeah. <laughs> yeah. like modern day Julia Roberts just put in the position of Harriet Tubman but she, and can't use any accent yeah. like has to use her own voice she just trying to get people <laughs> just trying to like, start a revolt hey come on guys you about to dip <laughs> I would love to see that oh my gosh but um. You know, good times have to come to a bad end. Yeah, we gotta talk about um, Frank Frank Ocean, Franklin Oceanic, Franklin Oceanic's Coachella performance. Oh man, his first performance in five six years. Yeah, yeah. Have you uh, have you watched the performance? No one has. I'm <laughs> <not> joking. <laughs> he cut the live stream. We could have. No one could watch it. I did see somebody posted it. Pretty much in full to YouTube. Mm. So I watched like... What, 20 minutes? I think I watched half of it, which was probably... Seven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it was long. Okay, I was okay, like, okay. damn, they actually got like a good... I don't know what they were recording on, if they just had like a camera and did it that way. I feel like I tried to do like a live stream for it on TikTok <laughs> and... I had multiple things working against me that night. The Nuggets game didn't start till like 1030. But then this performance wasn't going on until like later than that. So 3 a.m. our time. Yeah. So I was like, I had like a live stream going, but my body said, nah, bro, you got to go to bed. Oh, but you were, oh, you were on that side. Um, you're on the West Coast when that. Happened. No, I came back. Oh. I had like just gotten back, so oh. I had that working against me too. Shoot. I was on a yeah, whole jet other, lag. whole another set of yeah. hours. <laughs> but, okay, but you saw part of the. I did uh, performance. I did, uh, yeah. Which, from what I, from what I saw, was fine. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I don't know what. Obviously, I wasn't there. I know that he like he went on late because mm-hmm. uh, I think at that point that I had tuned in, he was already like 40 minutes late mm-hmm. to jump on. So, uh, yeah, obviously wasn't there. I'd imagine after you've been at a festival all day uh, in the desert. Yeah. Like, but I think there was still at that point, like. You're probably frustrated, pissed off, but mm-hmm. there is still a lot of anticipation yeah. about like oh, yeah. Frank's show. And then watching the the at least the pieces of the performance that I did, it looked like the stage, like the way that it was set up, mm-hmm. like he was kind of like tucked back there. Mm-hmm. So like even when you're watching it at times, like <laughs> unless you see him like pop up on the video screen, like it's not like you can really see him He's playing peekaboo. Well. Right. Uh, which, like, part of that, I'm like, I mean, it feels kind of like Frank. Yeah. Like, he doesn't really want to be, like, the guy, uh, you know, or at least makes it kind of seem that way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. It was uh, it was interesting. But obviously yeah. there was, like, a lot of, you know, a lot of kind of discourse around the performance. And 
a whole lot of things about, you know, kind of the how the stage was going to be set up mm-hmm. and like just a whole lot of kind of mess around it. But from what I saw, I was like, OK, at least from a music performance standpoint, this feels fine. OK, but just fine. Just fine. Like it was it's Frank. I mean, I and I think the part of it that I at least was like, I enjoyed getting to like I'm never gonna be mad about hearing Frank sing. Yeah, like he yeah, has yeah. a he has a great voice. He has a voice that feels familiar. So that was nice to be able to like hear that. But yeah, I say fine in the sense that like there wasn't anything that like stood out to me really in like a negative way, but there also wasn't much that like stood out to me like, oh, this is the greatest show I've ever seen. Yeah. You know? And and I don't want to be like mad from a standpoint that I, because I didn't go to Coachella, I wasn't there. But um, do you think you think it's fine because like you're kind of in the comfort of your own home watching it afterwards? Like, okay, this is cool. Yeah. But if you were there, probably you would be like, what the hell? Yeah. And like, I feel like I, you know, I feel like it was one of those performances that was like kind of clouded and like mixed reviews. Yeah. Like, I feel like I saw a number of people being like, yo, that was great. Da, 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 mm-hmm. da. Like, I really enjoyed that. Uh, I mean, Justin Bieber posted this like whole like tweet <laughs> where he was like, this was so, it was like a Yelp review. He was like, <laughs> what an incredible performance, Frank. Da, 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 da. I was like, all right, bro. Like, he's, <laughs> he's not going to see this. Relax, my boy. He's not going <laughs> to see this. <laughs> you can text him. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but I also, of course, saw, like, like what the fuck was that? Like, that was not what we wanted. is not what we, like, you know, expected it to be. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm sure, like, my perception of at least, like, the, the bit that I saw was, like, <laughs> me, being, <laughs> yeah. me saw, being home. I saw, you saw half of it, too. Yes. So that half could have gone terrible. Oh, it could have been. Who knows? Who knows what happened Could have flicked off the cameras. I'm yo, like, yo. I'm going to watch it after this. And <laughs> I got to see. See how either bad you messed up or how accurate you were. <laughs> but um, there, there has been a lot of talk behind it, too, because you slowly hear from the people who are part of it or watched it like oh um i think i saw one clip of one of the ice skaters because apparently there's supposed to be a whole ice skating rink right right and he was like i didn't watch the whole thing too so we just two niggas who don't watch yeah, yeah, we saw, we we saw see, clips we see bits and pieces <laughs> and form an opinion um but he was saying that um frank was like he was just super frustrated because things weren't going right. And it wasn't um, anyone's fault, but like the um, um, Coachella itself. So, I mean, there's probably many different compounding issues, but um, everyone, well, at least he said Frank was pretty, he, he was like a disappointed father, like when he was like talking to them, like what's going on? Why can't we do this? Like, so he wasn't like a, like a super dramatic about it all. So at least that's something. Yeah. We got that. Yeah. I mean, and the thing about it is like, cause yeah, a lot of stuff started coming out after from, you know, the, like the people who were like working the festival and like helping to set up the stage, like them having to change everything last minute. 
because there was supposed to be this like ice skating rink mm-hmm. on the stage, and then they had to, you know, they weren't going to do the rink anymore, so they had to like change all that. You had kind of like the ice skaters, like dancers or whatever, who were you know preparing for one thing. They ended up having to do another. Mm-hmm. Then you also hear the reports from like Frank's camp that like his ankle was fucked up. Mm-hmm. That uh, what else? I feel like there Got was a Charlie like, horse. Yeah, <laughs> like there was like all kinds of like all kinds of things that you know were uh, that were coming up. And the thing is like from a overall like festival business standpoint like i don't want to like navigate the conversation around it in a way that like coachella was like the one that was like hurt out of this oh yeah coachella's fine they're good like (laughs) yeah yeah no one cares about coachella no no (laughs) i'm not worried about how they feel no mr coachella like whatever miss coachella dr coachella whoever (laughs) but yeah, I mean, there is an interesting thing. We were kind of talking about this earlier in the week with Emmy of like, you know, how do we, uh, how much leeway do we give an artist? What do we expect of our artists? But then also, uh, what do artists owe us mm-hmm. as fans, um, as supporters of their music? Um, which I think is like a really interesting conversation. And I guess like, at this point in the week, kind of knowing at least what we've heard thus far, like, how are you kind of thinking about, like, that particular conversation? Yeah, I think we're allowed to feel a certain way and change it, of course, because I think a lot of people have the idea of when you, let's say you say you dislike Frank's performance, like, oh, this sucked, this wasn't good, but then it comes out, oh, he had a stomach ache. Then they're like, oh man, I feel bad. And then people are like, oh no, you can't switch up. Oh, like you can't right, change. Right, like, right, oh, right. you weren't there from day one. Like you can change as well as um like feel any type of way you want to feel about it. Because right. if you're angry at it, that's fair. If you're if you're not so angry at it, that's fair too. But as long as you can extend some sort of empathy towards it, which I feel like artists kind of demand a higher amount of empathy at, at times. But it's up to an individual how you want to reciprocate that and um, like push that back out. Because if you felt bad enough for Frank, because of course he's probably going through a lot, something so we'll probably never know, then yeah, you can be like, it's okay, this performance doesn't matter. He's provided us with so much music that this is just a, a, not even a bump in the road. But there could be another fan who's like, well, this is the first performance in years, really means a lot to me if I could have seen him perform, yada, yada, yada. I, I don't think I want to, like, support him or that's an extreme, but, you know, like, um, I don't want to continue this. So it's, it's interesting. I personally, me, I feel like, yeah, this sucks. I feel like maybe there was a lot of things that, like, affected people outside of Frank that, that were part of the either the crew or the concert goers or I, I, I'm more concerned about the people rather than controller, like the, the ice skaters, all that and stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, I hope Frank is great too, but I mean, it sucks. I, I would have loved seeing a great performance come out, but we didn't get that yeah. last week nor this week. Cause 
this week was canceled, if you didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's like... What about you? It's like multiple... Yeah, I mean, like, multiple things can be true here where, like, this is the first, at least, like, it's like the first Frank performance, at least, that we know of mm-hmm. uh, in quite some time. Yeah. Uh, in that time, since he last performed, like, he lost his brother, um, who was uh, obviously, like, just a, a big part of his life. Uh you know, had a presence in some of his music. Um, And so, yeah, there was like a, there's this clip that I saw kind of, you know, circling around um, where Frank kind of talks about like, and of course, like, you know, people kind of made it out into him being like, oh, Frank's mentioning an album. He's mentioning an album Uh, because he like, starts to say he's like i'm not here like because of an album you know and people start in the crowd they like start to be like no no and he's like like there will be an album like just not right now and of course everybody's like yeah that was amazing uh but he's like my that's where he do he's like fuck yeah he's like, i gotta do something yeah he's like yo relax 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 and he's like, my leg hurts. My, uh, he's like, my little brother and I, like, we used to come to Coachella. Yeah. And, like, one of my favorite memories was, like, seeing, you know, being with my brother, like, watching Ray Shremmerd at the festival. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, like, you know, obviously, like, he can't be here. But, uh, you know, I think he would think this is really cool. And I was like, all right, like, that's a that is a perspective that like I can definitely empathize with. Like as much as I think we can be quick to be like, yo, like don't perform if you're not into performing. And like, still like, I I don't know his grieving process and all that. Like, yeah, certainly it doesn't, I don't necessarily get the sense that like Frank (laughs) loves like performing live. Like he may, I don't know him. Uh, Mm -hmm. but like, yeah, I don't get the sense that he's like really into like being a public facing figure. And, you know, of course he does like his little events here and there, but it feels like he's very selective about yeah. like what he chooses to participate in and not. Uh, but the fact that, you know, it kind of felt like this may be more than just like him doing it because he wants to do it. Yeah. Uh, was like, okay, I can definitely like. I can definitely empathize with that. Um, But then, yeah, I mean, if you're getting somebody who seemingly uh, isn't, you know, the uh, doesn't seem to be the most passionate about creating a great live performance, Mm -hmm. then as a fan who has anticipated something coming from him for a long time, you know, this... Coachella performance was supposed to happen prior to COVID. Uh, And, you know, now at this point, uh, you know, they're at a place where he's able to actually perform and you're able to see it. Like, sure, there's going to be a lot of anticipation around that Mm -hmm. and expectation of what that can be. Uh, And the fact that, you know, what he delivered might have not been 
up to par with that. Yeah. Like, yeah, like that is uh, as a fan, like that's a kind of shitty place to be in. And I think like it's not the same as because I think sometimes when we talk about like, you know, what do artists owe fans like sometimes we think about it in the frame of mind of like, well, you know, we need this album from Rihanna or mm-hmm. we need this album from Frank. Yeah. And it's like, no, I don't think that they yeah. owe us that. For sure. For <laughs> like, sure. For sure. <laughs> but I do think that like, if you're paying for something uh, and those tickets are not cheap uh, and you're paying for something because of what has been sold to you. And it's not like you're getting, you know, a, return yeah if that doesn't happen then Mm -hmm. like yeah like of course within the context of like how our system is currently set up like you expect to receive the thing that you paid for Mm -hmm. uh in the way that it was sold to you uh and so yeah i mean multiple things here and then i think even just to like bring it back to you know the the workers who were a part of like putting that specific experience on Mm -hmm. um yeah like i don't know what their you know full experience was um other than like what i've read from kind of you know tweets or articles here and there but um yeah it just sounds like it was a very complicated situation in which multiple things were true at once i think it's unfortunate that it happened in the way that it did obviously with all of it, like Frank opted out of performing this coming weekend, which or like the weekend that we're in, which of course, you know, has its own different things tied to it in terms of like what, you know, what an artist owe fans, what yeah. fans owe artists and yeah. all that. But uh yeah, no, it's just a it's a very uh I want us to I think what would be best for everyone <laughs> is if like yeah, we were able to get from Frank what Frank wanted to give. And as artists, we received what, yeah. you know, we as, or as fans, fans were receiving, like what we expect to receive from artists. And yeah. of course, there's going to be complications with that because you're dealing with humans. But I think a lot of it does get kind of tied up and messy in terms of like how we consider celebrities within our culture. True. Yeah. And there's a lot to be we can go into with that, but I think at the end of the day, like we hope to hear more Frank. We hope this isn't like a, a traumatic experience um, for him, where he kind of like doesn't perform again for right. who knows long. Um, yeah, we can just hope just like a one and all, one off kind of strange incident where things didn't line up correctly. Yeah, where this happened, so. I would love to hear more Frank. I'm a big Frank fan. Um, like, yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, I hope there's like, there are spaces and environments to like him and his team are able to create that are more conducive to the performances that he wants to do and like giving mm. fans an experience that they want to have. I mean, we've seen, uh, I feel like we've seen, we have precedence of that with like Tyler's festival with, 
uh, the Dreamville Festival, but even just like, you know, one-off concerts and stuff like that that artists will do from time to time. Um, You know, Taylor Swift is kind of doing that right now where she's able to like create her own. She's doing like three-hour shows in cities. like, And so it's like, yeah, I think there is a thing where it's like, you know, I maybe festivals aren't Frank's thing, <laughs> <laughs> but like there probably could be something that yeah. is more conducive to the kind of experience that Frank would want to create and to be able to do that on a timeline that would work best for him and his team yeah. and ultimately work for fans too. I hope we see it because I think that he does provide something like there is something special about at least just the pieces of live performances mm-hmm. that uh i've gotten to see from him but uh yeah this was a uh, didn't seem to be like the one yeah <laughs> if you want to perform at a shake shack or something like a walgreens yeah. i feel like that'd be fire if you want to come on alex and koku Perf- and, yeah you know, chat it up yeah we, we cool we two cool guys we got gummy just, bears we got gummy bears just not on zoom because yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Already, already unless, unless you're trying to pay for the Pay for Zoom. Hey, Frank, pay for our Zoom. Uh, the Zoom Pro account, bro. Try, let's get that covered. I'm we, tired. We're going to reach out to you <laughs> for you to pay for our Zoom Pro account. Sponsored by Blonded. Yeah. Ooh. Get us a Blonded radio. Yeah. Hey. That'll be cold. That'll be cold. Yo, we'll have our people talk to yours. Yeah. Sheesh. Well, uh, this has been a good Yeah. This has been a good episode. We got, we got through a lot. We did. I, feel we did. Like, I always feel like some things were missing. I feel like always like Soldier Boy did something or like yeah something is out there, but you know we'll address it next next time. Yes, because yes. too much too much things to talk about in the music world. Not no time. Always. Well, uh, well, I got a question. Yeah. When people ask you what this podcast is about, what do you tell? Them? <laughs> <laughs> what do you tell them? I because uh, I, I always say it's a oh this is a music podcast. Yeah. I feel like I usually say that. Okay. I'm like we talk about music and other stuff. I used to say I used to say music and politics because <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to see I wanted to see like you know cool and like stuff. I, yeah. but I was like, no, this this is not. No, <laughs> you got getting. Oh my! Oh, funny! I forgot this. Um, I I use Chat GPT, and um, and it's basically just like a automatic response AI kind of conversational platform, and. I typed in, first off, I talked to it like as a person because I'm afraid that the robot uprising is going to happen. So I try to get on the good side. I'm being polite. (laughs) I'm being polite. So I'm like, hey, how's it going, ChatGPT? Like, oh, it's going good. Like, hey, have you heard of the Alex Koku podcast? And it's like, oh, I'm not sure. Da, da, da. Started saying like some basic response. I was like, okay, can you tell me what you know about the Alex Koku podcast? And I think it went on to say something like, Oh, the Alex Okoku podcast is a like financial podcast focused on prosperity and like, <laughs> like financial entre- literacy, like entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> that it couldn't be further from the couldn't truth. Couldn't be further. There's another Alex Okoku out there. Oh apparently. yeah, and they're they're doing they're an LLC. Yeah, they <laughs> they're part of Tyler Perry Studios. It sounds like. <laughs> Tyler Perry has clones of us. Oh my! Whoa! I feel like Tyler Perry has. Oh my god! Like he has a whole nother multiverse for where sure. He has just like opposite, like clones of mm. like every black person 
on earth that's terrifying and then he's building out just like all these different movie it's franchises like, it's like us yeah and he's just gonna we got tethers and he's gonna drop oh my us God. across all these different movie franchises some of us will be main characters some of us are extras but i feel like tyler perry because he doesn't there's no reason he has all that land yeah he's doing what something. what like tyler what tyler perry studios movies have you seen like in the past couple of years, like besides his own, like I you, would, you would imagine, like there right. be because like Universal Studios is a studio, so they yeah they don't just like focus on I mean, Universal movies. We've had like twenty seven like Marvel mm-hmm. movies in the past like six months. <laughs> so put Medea in a Marvel movie. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> put Medea. Yo, we we couldn't talk about this was well, at the end. But replace Jonathan Majors of Medea. <laughs> Yo. Yes. Medea and Creed? That's crazy. Michael B. Jordan's got to fight Medea. And she's throwing grits. Oh, and he's my like, goodness. He can't, he can't stop it. Can't it's get an in. attack that he's never had to deal with before. Yeah, let, let Medea replace Jonathan Majors. Yeah. Yeah. That man... Oh, we should have talked about it earlier. We we could have. Oh. We missed out. It's too much. It's too it's much. Too much there. That's another forty five minutes. Just know that man is wilding. Wilding. And you know it was uh y'all was freaking out about Jonathan Majors and Michael B. Jordan hugged yeah. up on that magazine cover and apparently Jonathan Majors had other intentions. Yeah, he's <laughs> sinister. Sinister Al- man. allegedly. Allegedly. But uh, yeah, you know, it's been episode forty two. <laughs> Koku, where can they uh, where can they find you? Uh, you can spot me on Instagram at. I'm about to say your Instagram name. You usually, you usually go first. It's, it's caught me off guard. At Kenny Samoa, K E N I Samoa, like the cookie. You can find me there um, on Medium. I think under Koku Asamoa. Then you can find me on. SoundCloud and Bandcamp under that Kenny Samoa moniker. Alex, hey. where they where can they find they can find you at a lot of places these they, days. Y'all can find me at Koku's apartment. <laughs> uh, I live here now. Koku doesn't know. He thought that I just brought in my backpack, but I have more boxes in the car. <laughs> so. Oh, I see the moving truck. I see. It's a U-Haul. Is that Liz? <laughs> She's also moving in. So, uh, yeah, hope you like roommates and hope you're not roommates. allergic to a cat. Um, but, uh, yeah, outside of Koku's apartment, y'all can also find me uh, on Instagram, Twitter, at LewisAlex10. That's the number 10. Put your 10s up. Uh, and then you can... Uh, Hit me on Substack. Mm-hmm. I got a newsletter on there called Feels Like Home. Uh, Twitter started blocking Substack oh. links. Oh. So I uh, got a new domain for it. If you use the old domain, it'll still work. But for now, you can use feelslikehome.site because that was the cheapest domain that I could get. Uh, so, Squarespace, sponsor us. Yeah, shout out, shout out to them. <laughs> no, no, not yet. No, shout out to them. You need to sponsor us. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, 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 you're right, you're right, you're right. You're right. Uh, 
Yeah, give us that sponsorship. <laughs> they will and shout you out. Yeah, I resend my previous <laughs> shout out. But uh, yeah, I think that's, I think that's everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, read, subscribe. With your with your Substack, that kind of links to a lot of your other writing too, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yep. Cool, cool, cool. I gotta. Yeah, I feel like all the all the links are somewhere between instagram twitter mm-hmm. substack you'll find you'll find more of it but yeah most of the writing stuff you'll find on uh on the substack so yeah tap in yes sir well thanks for listening y'all yeah. thank you peace bye <laughs>